you're listening to the Who's the Nerd podcast. Now here's your host, Drew Hunt, the greatest sidekick in podcast history, Durden, and the Tony Stark of news, Andrew Davis. Follow us on Twitter at who's underscore the underscore nerd, or you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash who's the nerd. You can download us on iTunes or SoundCloud, or you can just stream us on SoundCloud. Now, let's get on with the show. Atomic batteries to power. Turbines to speed. So my my question to you, Andrew. Oh, when you walked in, twelve. No, blue. Close. I didn't. Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's almost there. Okay. Did you shoot somebody? Uh, not in the eyes of the law. I did, but yeah. it was it was a gun that was not official, like with real bullets in it. You're, you'll never be able to prove that I did it. <laughs> What, Durden's what, got a guy for that. So. Yeah, exactly. What kind of what kind of gun was it? It was the uh, well, they had the one which was the training gun, which shows up on the screen because you do the. Well, I said it was video, kind of like video. kind of like Dragon's Lair back in the day for yeah, anybody oh did God, you, know, you know. I went that far back to it. But. Can we explain what we're talking about to the people shortly? But what was so the field? The field the gun. The field that, gun was was really just a click click gun because we had one that was going to shoot paint at people, but people were not quite prepared for that. They so. didn't want to take paint. Well, yeah. they you were in their uniforms and things since they were they playing suspects like for me. They didn't have like a bulletproof vest. They could put. It wasn't the bulletproof paint. part. It was the paint really that I'm was going like to get the on their vest, uniforms. But the, they would have hit the vest, and the vest would have protected the uniform. That's assuming that I was going to hit them perfectly in the right spot, sir. It's a giant vest. There's a good possibility I could have hit them in the head. Well, yeah, okay, your aim. <laughs> I, I don't. Uh, I don't shoot Glocks that much. I got a guy. We'll teach you. Okay. So yeah, well, good. There you go. Good. I'm. I'm, I'm glad you. I'm glad you shot somebody. Did you did you learn a lesson? Wait, 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 wait. Did you enjoy shooting somebody? That is also important. That's also a good point somewhere. I don't know if I... No, probably did not enjoy it. Because it's freaky when you sit there and you think you have the power of a police officer. And you're sitting there with a gun in your hand trying to be a police officer. And you shoot somebody, you go, wow, I just shot somebody that probably shouldn't have but they were going to kill me so it's one of those moments and doing knowing that you're in this kind of scenario that you're in a training scenario didn't play and I, i'm just playing i'm actually yeah. trying to just get in your head on this because it's interesting to me the whole story mm-hmm. that you did was very interesting to me that like knowing that you're not actually shooting somebody or knowing that that stuff did that affect or do you feel like that could have affected your decision there was a difference between shooting the tv screen and shooting a real person a real person no question and i think uh, even different would be if there was truly a kickback or something on it you know when you were out in the field but there's definitely if you have a human being in front of you and you are pulling a trigger you're realizing what the consequences are in front of you like knowing that you're in a controlled situation that play a part because there's a survival instinct if a guy's coming at you with a gun and you have a gun oh absolutely yeah i mean it's it's a difference that's why i'm to me almost the most interesting part was the idea of this what is a safe distance 
for someone. Right. That's the question. And I, I bring that to, to you guys directly. You to whoever with a knife in their hand, what do you believe is it considered still in the danger zone versus a safe distance? How far do you, does someone need to be? A knife or a gun? A knife. Because this was very interesting to me. Yeah. What the what the law actually is and what you think it might be, too. Right. I think, and maybe I'm, I'm, I think maybe it's, you know, the distance of their arm extended by the knife. You know what I mean? Like, so. So the, so. Yeah. Your, max, five, five your feet, maximum five reach. Feet, six, yeah. Five feet, six feet. A radius of that. Okay. You know, from that point around. Right. Two feet. Two feet, that's it. Two feet. So you can... I will be damned if I'm going to let someone get within two feet of me with a fucking knife. Okay. I'll tell you that right now. Officially, the danger still in the danger zone is 21 feet. Wow. And you think that's really, really far away. With a knife? With a knife until you do the demonstration, which is what we did. We sat somebody 21 feet away, and they didn't know when they were coming. We knew somebody was coming, but they didn't know when. And they got to him before he could pull the gun and fire. There you go. Twenty-one feet. You see, most and people, the guy most people Carl think Lewis out there, right? You know? But most people think when you're thinking of that, you're thinking of a standoff situation where it's not one a surprise attack, which is similar to what y'all had, but it still could be John Q. Public who's just walking mm-hmm. and looks fine, and then just suddenly sprints at you, yeah. and you he's been in your point of contact, you know, your vision the whole time, and. He all of a sudden just sprints at you and makes a move. Yeah. It's amazing how quickly 21 what? feet goes away. Why yeah. are you bringing a knife to a gunfight? Because you don't know you're getting into a gunfight. Oh, okay, okay. I'm well, with and you. you're not I'm the one you. with the knife. They have the knife. I'm so. with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. And it's not like a crocodile Dunia. Oh, that's a knife. You uh, know, kind of thing, I'm sure it's a, it's a simple five, six inch blade. Yeah, but I mean. you're thinking 21 feet, you feel yeah. pretty safe at 21 feet, right. you'd think. That is considered within range, though, and we proved it because it's four or five steps you know five steps six steps and you're you're there so i mean the idea would be to step to the side as he's coming at you maybe you have a second then to do yeah, that you buy but yourself still, some time but you still yeah. have to be able to to get to and go oh crap register in your head somebody's coming at me get your hand down get the gun out and fire right but aren't officers trained to always have their like when they're in a situation always have their hand by but this the, but that's the thing gun. this this isn't a situation to begin with are you talking about randomly? You don't know. Yeah, you don't know if you're so theoretically. You don't know this guy's got a knife. You're talking about randomly a guy. Right, no, but right. even if they're facing off like this, and you're talking to the guy yeah. who could or could not be dangerous, maybe you have your hand here. But if he's got no weapon in his hand, why are you holding on to your gun? Because then you're in a threatening manner towards him too, right. in okay. some form. I see your point. So the theory would be he's there, la la la, talking to you. Pulls the knife and comes at you at the same time. Right, the guy just charges. So maybe your hand okay. is even by its side, right, 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 then it's told to come up, okay. pull and fire. Okay. So it's still a challenge. And, no, you know, absolutely. Someone, yeah. someone without you know extreme training with the gun all the time, because the holster has a little push button to be able to pull it out, so somebody can't just grab it and get you. So right. that way, too. But it was very interesting to feel how 21 feet went like that. I bet. I bet. Yeah, Andrew just just finished the story, you know, putting himself in an officer's situation. And, you know, if you've been living under a rock for the last few years, you know, America's got a little bit of a problem with some bad officers shooting. What? Uh, you know, unarmed people. Now, you know, there's there's always 
there's always the armchair quarterback scenario on it, and some of them are bad officers doing bad yeah, things. Right. It, it does happen, um, but some of them are just bad situations, and the outcome's going to be awful for whomever. I mean, for both parties in the long run, it's going to be awful. Some people, someone might get to go home, and someone might not. Yeah, um, and, and that's what you have to make that decision. That's right. what's amazing. You're making a life and death decision. In a, in a relative split second because yeah. you have no choice. Yeah. And that was what was interesting to me to go to try it and to say, what's that like to be in that position? What becomes your mindset as you're going through? Even if you're focused on that, how difficult can that be? Going through this, would you buy a gun now? It's a different situation. Okay. I mean, I, I don't think it's about me buying a gun. It's about me going, do I trust police more or less than okay. I did before? Do I believe... What they're doing is right. Do I always assume on either direction they are always wrong or always correct? Do you? No, I don't think you can ever do that. Because like Drew said, there are bad cops out there. I have even more respect for the officers and the deputies who go through it because now you truly understand they have to decide whether they're going to pull and fire a gun in fractions of a second. Right. And determine if this person is bad or if this person's not bad. I, uh, and I those, mean, I mean, that's and mistakes are going yeah, to be made. Yep. Yeah. It's going to happen. It's. I mean, I'm sure yep. they probably even tell these these officers, these rookies, maybe when they're going through it. Like, there's statistics probably show that there's a chance you're going to shoot an innocent person. It's, you know, but if you use your proper training and whatnot, you lower that risk yeah. considerably. Mm-hmm. But I mean, things are, but there's just circumstances happen. It just yeah. happens and it's awful. Yeah. And the one thing Will said, which was really interesting was, you know, we said, what did it feel like when you had to shoot him? He said simply, why wouldn't he listen to my commands? You know, and that was something that's one of those things that listen going, well, we don't trust police. We don't everything else. But he was trying to get through to the person. They wouldn't listen, and he ended up having to fire in that case. And it, it becomes that mindset of if they don't listen, then I'm forced into a position, and sometimes now, they do get forced. Now, were they all supposed to be kill shots, or could you just like wound them, like take out a leg or something? Well, you, don't, you never shoot to wound. Okay. No, it's okay. it's. I mean, it's a center mass kind of thing. Okay. And you know, first of all, if you if you're in those situations, you're not getting time to aim, so you're going for the largest thing you can, which is the torso. That's where you're yeah. going to plug. Um, so, I mean, you you don't have time to sit there and, and aim your shot and, and shoot towards the ground and hit the leg or shoot okay. you know, shoot their arm or something. No, I don't. No, no, it's, well, it is what it is. Things. They say yeah. you don't shoot to, to mm. wound if you don't, you know, in in right. 99% of the cases. Right. Wounded guy is still a threat. Yeah, the, could the still have a gun in his hand or yeah. whatever. And if you're that good Take that you think arm. you can shoot the, you think, you want to shoot? I'll put my arm. And just try to see, even well, with a BB gun or something else. I mean, from I got snipers around me all the time, so they do that for me. I don't have to worry. Um, I was wondering what that guy was doing in the air conditioning vent. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's incredible because it is. You have to sit there and go, and you have to be willing to take someone's life if necessary. Yeah, and believe that why you're doing it is the correct decision. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's upsetting when. It turns out not to be. It really is oh. upsetting because you do have to put your trust into these into, into these people. It, I mean, it's their job to keep you safe, and it gets so disturbing when and then when those situations happen. And then nowadays, it's happened so often that we don't. I think the I think the majority of the public doesn't give the officer the benefit of the doubt anymore. 
Unless right out of the gate, it's the guy had a, an assault rifle or the guy had, so, you know, it, it's yep. if that's not right out of the gate, the officers in the public opinion, um, the officers immediately in the wrong, you know, and it's oh, yeah. an uphill battle to fight from there. For well, those people. And those body cameras are incredibly valuable now mm-hmm. for that reason. And it's, you know, sad you have to be there. But it helps on all ends if you can do it, you yeah. know. And that, you know, the ones that kick on or have the fifteen-second pre-rolls and things that you are necessary for that kind of thing for public perception and for the officer's own safety. Absolutely, because so yeah. many people will go, "You did this and you did this." Well, if you have a camera on them, they can't tell. Do the body cameras automatically come on, or do you have to turn them on manually? You usually have to turn them on manually, but they okay. come on. They usually a lot have times a, they have a pre-roll, a pre-roll and, on right, right, right. Now. yeah. So that they're constantly rolling. Okay. You know, every 15, 30 seconds they're rolling and it resets it as it continues mm-hmm. along. But it's, so you know, when you hit that button, the 30 seconds before that button will be on right. there then. You, you have to hit continues. the button, but it's usually walking yeah. to a scene or something. Right, right. You hit that button. That's what yeah. you're trained to do is before you even get to the scene, you hit the button to yeah. do that for your save, for your protection as well as theirs. Yeah. I mean, that's why a lot of them have the dash cams. They start rolling the moment they respond to a mm-hmm. call. So that no matter what's happening on the way there, if something happens, you know, they're yeah. rolling the entire time. Yeah. Oh, it's incredible. That they've got to do that. Some of them have them locked in now. Whenever they hit the, the lights and siren, the camera automatically oh, yeah. comes, the dash comes cams, on. They absolutely do. Dash cams automatically start yeah. rolling. Because that good. means they're getting a chase or yeah, whatever it may be. Yeah. They just start rolling right away with that. So on that level, police, yeah. fire, or army, which one would you rather do? Or if you were had to do one of the three, I had to have a job. Have a job. Shit. Um. Probably fire. To be honest, probably fire. I've always admired firefighters. Um. That's probably the route I would take. That's a tough one too. I mean, it you're is. Yourself yeah. right you're in the going into yeah. You're running right into the inferno. I mean, no, it absolutely is. But yeah. that's probably probably the one that I would. Mm-hmm. Durden? I'd probably do a cop because, like, the detective work at some point I can get into. And that could be fun. And you'd be crooked as shit. Hey, hey, we don't talk about what I do when I'm there. You Watch would out. be. Bubba's up in the vent. <laughs> Is there a red <laughs> dot on my head yeah. right now? <laughs> they got a list of people not to shoot. It's fine. It's tough no. working with police as much. I mean, it's... But, like, I don't want to go through the whole, like, uniform thing. If I could go from, like, the academy to being a detective... No, you, you can't do that, <laughs> You Durden. can't that's, do that. Yeah. You can't do that, Durden. See, that's why I wouldn't be a cop for that reason. Well, but you, you have to choose one. I'm making you choose one. Ah, oh, damn it. So you have to choose one of the three. Damn it. Um... I'm not going to the military because, you know, fuck that. Um... <laughs> <laughs> so that leaves fire Fire cop. cops. Damn it. Probably fire. I got friends in the fire department. Now, if, if it was just the first responders thing, I would actually choose EMT. Sure. I would choose EMT because... My sister's an EMT. Yeah. I I, I come from a medical family, and, yeah. and I really... I'm just fascinated by, you know... That's a tough that. job, too, because that's oh, a lot a, of... That's a, rough, a lot of seniors. You're seeing, a the, lot well, of, you're seeing the worst of the worst at times... You're on the car accidents or you're at stuff like that. You're seeing stuff that is just horrific. Yeah. yeah. And then there's other things, yeah, where you're responding to a, an old folks home and you've got to save somebody's life because mm-hmm. you're the first person that gets there. Yeah. Or, you know, I mean, it, it, it is. It, it's, but that's, I don't know, EMT is something that'd be It'd interested be interesting, in. yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, the fire, I think, being around police as much as I have, it, it, it's a very difficult job. And I think to do the, the day-to-day and the respect level that has come for police and has gone down for police is really difficult to deal with. I think it's always been tough for them, though. From oh, yeah. Even, I mean, it's something as simple as traffic tickets. I mean, how many people cuss a cop out, you know, either under their breath or right in front of their face when they get a traffic ticket? Um, I mean, it's, it's something as simple as that. You know, and I think that contributes some to people not trusting police or something like that, only because you got caught, and that's really it. Unless you're, you know, in Long County or Little Wissy, where they will pull you over for one over and write you a ginormous ticket, which is actually illegal in the state, but yeah. they do it anyway because people aren't smart enough to know that that's illegal, but. They, you know, it, it's well. No one sees I a think cop it's, on a good on a good day. No, generally. yeah. I mean, yeah. most I mean, of the time, rare, if, you, if you need them, if you need them, it's in a you're in a yeah. shitty situation. Yeah. Well, but okay, hold on, because yeah, that I, makes sense. Why don't you trust police? Because they've never done anything to make me trust them. Every time they've I've never seen, done anything to make you distrust. Yeah, them. Yeah, they have. What? You know all the illegal shit they've done to me. Well, let's not get into that. We'll do that off air. Um, we'll do that all fair. Good news is you didn't have to go to court. That's good. Recently, so. so. Yeah, yeah, court, got can- court got canceled. Oh, got canceled. Got good. 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 Yeah. My guy took care of that. Yeah, okay, good. We're glad for See? that. But you're right. I, it's interesting because there's a negative spot. Yeah, because already, you see a police officer. There's it's, already I just one. got a ticket. Yeah. I'm getting arrested. I've done something stupid. You know, rarely is it I've seen a police officer and he saved my life. I've seen a police officer and they do those kind of things, but their day-to-day is to enforce the law. Exactly. And laws that we might feel are are, are menial or, or, you know, just, you know, like, well, once again, speeding, unless you're just flying, you know, doing 28 or 30 and... 32 over the speed limit. The last traffic ticket I got was from former Chief Willie Lovett. He actually gave me the ticket. I was going down a road I drive every day. I was going 10 miles over the speed limit. And he said, I have to give you a ticket. If you were going this mount, I wouldn't have to give you a ticket. It's like, I go this speed all the time. I drive this road every day. This is the same speed I go. It's a safety thing. I mean, you know. Right. But, but that's just it. It was the end of the month. There was a quota, I'm sure. But see, and that that's which another is, thing. Which is an old wives' tale. Right, no, exactly. It's no, it's not. Yeah, it actually no, is. No, but, it's not. Um, they, I mean, it's, it's just, yeah, people never, in, when you have an encounter with the police, it's usually not in a positive manner yeah. anyway. Period. At least to your benefit. Right. Very rarely. Right. Very rarely. Then let take it to a different level as we're talking about it because it comes to mind with what Durden is saying. And we said we're not talking politics, but there's something to this. Yeah. Is there just a general distrust of people in power which then leads people to go the opposite direction, such as a presidential election? Where the Clintons were in power, the Obamas were in power, these people were in power. The only person who doesn't have that political background who has the power would be Donald Trump in this case. Is there a sense that people want to go against the grain as much as possible, especially now because of the things that go on? I mean, people always want to go against the grain. That's what they do. I I think until it works in their favor, people always want to be against something like that. Um, The second you take the cops away, 
and the people think they can defend themselves and do what they want and do all that, they would see probably pretty quickly that they can't and how much a problem crime can be if there weren't any police around. It's the purge. It would, yeah. It's very, I mean, potentially something yeah. to that level. But I just think it's interesting because I see a lot of the discontent that Durden is talking about with mm-hmm. police, with whoever, going, police are out to get us. Yeah, they Politicians are. are out to get us. Not These people are out to get us. You know, everybody's out to get us. We need something new and different. And I think some of that is where the people who voted in this election especially. 98% of the people in power are out to get you. So many people, so many people voted in this election that hadn't voted in 12 years, 16 years, whatever it may be. And they voted because they found something different and completely outside of the box in what Donald Trump I was standing in line waiting to vote and a guy 95 years old came in. First time he's ever voted in his life. So and that's what's interesting yeah. to me is that I think we have come as a society to distrust anybody in power as we go. Along. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, and everyone will distrust you know President Trump when he's when he goes up in four years because at that point yeah. he will have been in a, in power and established, and then everyone will be like well, but blah 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 and against him because he is now the authority. But look he at what we go, that. but we go through this though in the presidential side of things. Yeah. Everybody hates after eight years, four years they go. I guess he hasn't been that bad. We'll just go ahead, or we don't care that much at that point. Or you, you know, put unless a weak somebody craps up against. I mean, him. well, but look at how many times we went: Clinton for eight, Bush for eight, Obama for eight. Yeah, so but we went, in a row, we went and Reagan for eight. Bush was in Bush the, was one. We got Carter for one. Right. Ford didn't even get a chance to but, rerun. But four of the last five presidents have all gotten two terms. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's just just for example, for you're right, and you know Nixon was going to get he had two terms, but then yeah, Carter sucked and Ford sucked after Nixon. But Did Reagan Ford had two. Did, yeah, yeah, Reagan, Reagan had, had two. two. Okay. So, you know, and that's, you know, absolutely, if you start going back, there was less of that. There was more of a play of, we need to figure out what's going on. You know, who knows whether Kennedy would have gotten to by the time he was done. Nah, he mm-hmm. would have. You know, who knows. But if four of the last five presidents have all been two-term presidents, and I think Bush paid for Clinton, for uh, Clinton, or, um, Reagan's sins in the long run, had to pick up the pieces for what was done. But... Very interesting to me that we don't we care a lot every eight years. We don't care quite as much every four years. Yeah, well, just because you know, because the reason I think part of that is is because everyone just takes the status quo and moves on, as it were. In eight years, you get the fresh start. You get a chance with two more, two new people. So yeah, I maybe mean, that's it. Maybe you're choosing between who's left, but you right. know, one person. It becomes status quo. It becomes yeah. well. We don't really like them, but we don't really hate them either. So, mm-hmm. or somebody. I think not there's really that. Well, I think there's that. There's weak opponents too. I mean, John yeah. Kerry was a weak opponent. Mitt Romney was a weak opponent. Dukakis. Dukakis was a terrible I've, opponent. I've never voted uh, for Bob Dole. Bob Dole was a bad opponent. I voted against presidents. I've never voted for a president. I yeah. voted against people. Like I mean, you, you also look at those midterm. People they ran up sure. against, and maybe somebody you know? throws it out there, going, "Well, the incumbents McGovern, probably going to win." McGovern was a terrible run. You don't for know. Nixon. Yeah. The question is, do they throw them out there because nobody believes that they can beat an incumbent, or is it just happened that those are the people that are there? I mean, you know, both candidates were pretty weak right. this time, but you know, you don't know. Absolutely, no. I mean, there have been very weak opponents in the midterms for yeah. these things. You know, now, I mean, they, some people say Romney was not as weak. 
you know, last mm, time. But I think he was he got handled pretty good. I think he was weak. Well, whether he gets handled or not, does that make him a weak candidate? I don't know. McCain kind of got handled too. Oh, he absolutely was got handled. McCain a weak candidate. I don't think so. McCain was surrounded by weak weakness around him. Sure, is the yeah, problem. Sure. And McCain was also an old white guy who was visibly an old white guy yeah. that just. Sorry, wasn't against, just wasn't going well, to, caught, against well, yeah, against young black, you know, senator, you know, caught the wave, yeah, yeah, you know, it's just that ain't gonna happen. That was just bad but, timing. You know, he's just. I don't think McCain becomes well, the he, president. He at any sacrificed point. his own no, values I mean, at some point too. Yeah. John McCain, as a moderate Republican, oh, yeah. was a great, great candidate. He sacrificed it to go far, you know, far right instead. I always said if anybody could have done a split ticket of some sort, it would have been McCain involved somehow because I think he could have pulled it off. Because I think he had some of the moderation and he had a lot of respect there too. And so, if he yeah. had played some, but I don't know. That's you know, I said we wouldn't, but yeah, I found that interesting because it plays off the police discussion or the politics discussion or whatever it is. So at that point, well, you can't please all the people all the time. Well, it's you know, like, but people also go, I hate the Yankees, but then they go root for the Yankees, and then and the numbers go sky high when the Yankees play. Or the people who say I hate the Yankees, you know, like and I'll call them out: the Boston Red Sox fans who say they hate the Yankees and have become exactly that. Yep. They have become the Yankees. You know, I'm like, then I hope you can look in the mirror and hate yourself too, because yeah. that's who you are. You know. You're, you're no longer the Boston Red Sox. You know, the Chicago Cubs are going to be in trouble of becoming that, too. So People hate dynasties but love them in sports, yeah. too. I mean, it's that thing. is they, People don't want to do it, but if you ever look at it, the ratings go up when they're dynasties. Yeah. Well, people like to see the, like to see the kings come off the... Uh, oh. Like to see the kings come off the throne. You know? Right. They're, it's okay to people see them underdog. rule. People love an underdog. Yeah, it's okay to see them rule, but that right underdog has to come up and yeah, do it. With sure. the Patriots, it was the New York Giants when they came up and, and usurped them twice before the Patriots finally got another one. You know, um, I mean that's that's what the people look for is that that who's going to be that dragon slayer? Who's going to be the person to do that? Yeah, but you so. have to get to that point first, which oh, is yeah. what's interesting about it. I think the only dynasty that. Fewer people hated were the Bulls. Yeah, yeah. I think so too. Both both, both runs up. Yeah, both <laughs> runs. Well, both because runs. I think because of Jordan. Yeah, because it no was what. it was tough to hate Jordan unless you were playing against him at that time. Yeah, well, that, one game, that one game. That one game. You know, if you're a Hawks fan, Atlanta Hawks fan, the couple of times you play them a year, you hated them. But after that, you're all right with them. Yeah, yeah as long I mean, as you didn't play him in the playoffs, then yeah. you hate him for. But you knew the road, to, the road to the championship goes through Chicago. But so was, at some point, you had to oh, do yeah. that. You or it was also to. when Dominique and Michael were there, and you'd watch just because you wanted a show. Oh, and, and it you was still a wanted, show. wanted the Hawks yeah. to win, but you wanted to see the Jordan those, those show. Those late eighties, that was a show. Like, you hoped it was yeah. going to be, you know, Jordan goes for fifty, Dominique goes for fifty-two, yeah. and the Hawks win by two. You know, that's what you're hoping for. It was for. that, yeah, that was a show back in the day. Back, in, oh, all the other older guys on that, those rosters, those runs. Oh. With your Magic Johnsons and your, your Larry Birds. And those are, that's a good time. So that's back when the NBA was, was fun. <laughs> I will say this about the NBA. They put on a hell of an all star weekend. Those are, those weekends are fun shows, man. 
Yeah, they're definitely that. They're a show. Yeah. Yeah. They're a show. Oh, yeah. They're NBA knows show. how to how to yeah, market. They, There's they no question about that. They Those know what they're doing. Are they say it's great. I mean, yeah. a lot of people say that the product now is better than it's been. I, I don't know about that. but I don't watch, but I also I don't, don't have cable to watch, so I just don't watch. Well, there you so go. there you go. That's all there is to it. There you go. All right. So what do we learn from this? Don't trust the police. I, I don't think that was. No, I don't think no. that, that's something you already came into it with. You didn't yeah. learn that from this discussion. No, no, that, that just re, the discussion just reinforced my my theory on no, the not reinforced. It reinforced the do not trust the police. I was. I yeah. also think you should stop doing illegal stuff, and the police don't get involved as much. I and, never said I did anything illegal. Well, like, if you're getting involved with the police often you enough, you're clearly will, doing something. You cannot confirm or deny I do illegal now, things. I, now, I can't, but uh, I can infer. You cannot. I can infer. If you're having a lot of legal trouble. I'm, who says I'm having legal trouble? And also, someone who is in this room that's not named Drew <laughs> told me earlier they were not afraid of going to jail because they had guys who were going to get them things in jail to protect themselves. No, sir. No, sir. That is a, completely out of context. No, sir. I said that if ever I were in jail, I could get things. I never said I was going to jail or I was afraid of going to jail. You know, you never said you said you you were not afraid of going to jail for I that did. reason. I said I was not afraid of being in jail. I never said I was going to jail. There was no actually I will never be going to jail. But you know <laughs> No, no, I I'm just simply I stating mean, you don't want the police to bother you. Stop giving them a reason to bother you. They're not going to bother, bother you. me. <laughs> well, when you say, I hate the police, they, they will bother you a little more. They've probably they. been bothering you a bit. No, I mean, we're all good here. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's what I thought. We're all good. Yeah. I also learned that Durden has snipers in the in the vents. I told you that. You've known yeah. that forever. He's a sniper in the vent. Hostile work environment. i got snipers on the roof, too. Who are you afraid that's yeah. coming after you? Sir, I have enemies. I don't know who you people in this building know. I don't know the people in this building know. You have enemies that you need snipers for? Possibly. I don't know. Yet you're not doing illegal things. People I'm, with enemies generally do things that are perhaps not on the up and up. But we confirm not denying my businesses. And there you go. There it is. There it is. Thank you for that. You guys are safe. Your families are safe. It's okay. Well, there you go. Well, not only us, but our families, too. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, good for us. We're and the, our families. We're the Fredo of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We're all safe. It's fine. Don't worry about it. If you guys have to leave one day, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. 